It's uh, Friday night, and I just saw that tonight is the birthday, or today is the birthday of um, a bartender of a bar that I frequent, and I realize I miss going there, Um, and uh, this person is uh, one of my favorite people, and... um, I'm sure it's going to be a pretty good party, uh, both in, in, in two bars, actually, that are connected in my neighborhood that I don't go to much anymore. Um, it's not that I don't want to go, um, because I have actually been there and had uh, non-alcoholic drinks, but, um, you know, let's face it, it's not the same, uh, and, uh, yeah, it's a little bit sad. Good evening, welcome to Life Change and Stuff, episode 33. I'm so glad that um, things are still happening. I had no idea that I could record 33 10-minute podcasts, but I did it. Accomplishments, yes. So one thing that I've been uh, wondering about is like how exactly does the brain regenerate? So um, I was uh, I was definitely prepared to feel better physically after um, starting the AF thing. And uh, if you are new to this, the AF stands for alcohol free. Um, and I, uh, you know, I read about the liver. You know, my liver was probably like you know, fatty. I have a fatty liver. That's what the last uh, doctor checkup told me. But nothing too serious, thank God. And I'm, um, and I'm reading that like, the liver is the, the organ that built itself back to normal uh, over time, which is uh, very unusual for organs in humans. Um, but I've also been reading about the regeneration of the brain and neuroplasticity. And I'm wondering how long that takes and how one would notice that. So I'm going to read up on that a little bit. Um, I think, you know, besides the fact that I I think I'm very much clearer of a thinker right now, I have more brain space. I literally notice, if I focus on my brain, like I can feel the space in there that um, has been created by not constantly storing information that's related to the search for alcohol, the need for alcohol, the effects of alcohol, and then not to mention all the tension and anxiety that goes with that and depression. So there's definitely, my brain must be more relaxed. There's no question about it. But like, how can I, how can I manifest that newfound um, space and power? So I need to, I need to get a book or a podcast. So a couple of interesting things happened uh, at work and um, also in conversation um, with my partner that are, I think, related, and I'll try to keep it brief. So um, in my group of advisees, uh, so it's a a bunch of 17-year-olds, 16, 17-year-olds, 20 of them, and uh, we were talking about documentaries and... 
very quickly the conversation went to trigger warnings and um, what is or is not appropriate to show in an educational setting and why. And it got pretty heated really quickly. Um, and I wasn't prepared for that because I didn't have that planned. Um, so it's hard to monitor, but like, you know, I'm from a generation where like they showed us like some documentary footage of the Holocaust, uh, you know, that was pretty graphic and we were sitting through it. There was no such thing as like, if, you, if it makes you feel uncomfortable, just leave or whatever. Um, so um, when it comes to topics of race and uh, violence and, you know, it's... Uh, yeah, any any sexuality or uh, gender spectrum qu- uh, questions or issues. The the kids are really, really in tune, and I'm deliberately not using the word sensitive. They're very in tune, and they are, um, I think, they they don't want to sometimes, they are, they, or they don't need to. They feel like it's like unnecessary discomfort or something, and I, I'm trying to figure out what that's about. Yeah, so unnecessary discomfort is uh, the way they were explaining it. Like sometimes it's not necessary to, to be shown very graphic things um, or very explicit things in order to understand them. Um, and that makes me think of what's going on with my son right now, who is uh, four and a half and is starting to, and I've never had a son before. So um, it's interesting to see now he's starting to talk to his friends about Star Wars. And in his vocabulary, he has words just fight and shoot and die and kill it's starting to happen it's very early in that progression um and it was bound to happen but he also is very smart he knows that we don't like those words because they have come up here and there and then we basically quickly say like yeah we don't like that um well, a different note um happily watching the documentary Summer of Soul by Questlove on Disney Plus and I think it's on Hulu too um, it won best documentary feature at the Oscars right after the debacle and uh, I probably wouldn't have been watching it right now uh, had I not found out because the award was just um, given right after Chris Rock got smacked by Will Smith. Um, so yeah, do yourselves a favor. Go go see this documentary. It will make you feel great. Thank you, Questlove. And so it's really interesting to see what's better, right? My question uh, to my partner was, is it better that we just like don't go there and like he doesn't get to see these things, he just only gets to imagine imagine them. And by them, I mean like uh, clips from uh, Star Wars cartoons, not the actual Star Wars uh, movies, but there's like cartoons and things for kids that are a little innocuous, but there is some pushing and shoving and fighting and shooting, shooting with lasers. 
you know, is it better that he knows about it from his friend and just imagines what that's like, or is it better for him to actually also see it so he knows what they're talking about? And it's, um, at least he has a picture that's accurate. Um, yeah. Uh, to be continued. Today's stuff, preconceived notions. It just hit me, just dawned on me. It's not an it's not a light one, is it? Preconceived notions. Um, I have many of them, and it's really important to stay open-minded, to stay fresh with my thoughts, to not get stuck in old ideas such as, as my ideas around um, trigger warnings and people's feelings and stuff. Not just my ideas, but being open to the youth's ideas. And also about raising kids, and especially raising kids in this day and age, right? Like, what do I want my kid to see and know about the world and how to see it? Um, and I'm not new to the parenting game, but I think I am more thoughtful about it the third time around. And um, that also reminds me of something else that I need to start talking about, which is um, my two older children and uh, how much I uh, love them and uh, what they mean to me in my in context of my newfound uh, recovery and sobriety. All right, so um, I'm gonna get rid of some preconceived notions. you for listening to life-changing stuff with mr vp the podcast where um everything is made up um no not really it's my journal um vp by the way stands for um vulva patriot just to add on to the last one until the next one